Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Because I do not have Rose and I do not have Dane. Although I do have a close friend of mine that I have known for many, 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 many years. Far too many. (laughs) And his name is Jeff. Hello, Internet audience. I'm Jeff. (laughs) And with that, we should probably kind of go over our theme for what we're doing. Since Jeff and I have known each other for many years, most of them LARPing years. Fair portion of those. We may as well go over the drinks we more or less had at LARP. Granted, this kind of breaks the system of what we do for what's new barkeep where we try new things. But when else am I going to drink these drinks? Oh, I mean, you're, we're two for three on not hmm. being new. I mean, Lake Water, it's, that's something new we mm-hmm. found that seemed like it'd be fun. And then uh, it's a modified version of a drink we had down in an event is the other one. True, but I feel like that's kind of cheating to an extent, though. But regardless, we should at least get to our first drink. We could split hairs later. And with that, we will go with the morning coffee. Generally, this is made with, obviously, coffee. What? (laughs) In equal parts, whiskey and amaretto. Just so you're aware, this was mine and Jeff's, not necessarily hangover drink, but as there was a hangover, it helped. Uh, more so staved off the hangover. <laughs> Can't get drunk if you still have alcohol. Like, Either way, it helped right before a fight because it kind of woke you up. Anyway, to the drink. Three, two, one. You don't have to chug it, you know. I know. <laughs> it's smooth. Right? Oh, that amaretto is so nice. Coffee just hits the spot. Mm-hmm. Fun behind the scenes moment. We are actually recording this at, like, almost three in the morning. I got quarter two. (laughs) So, this is helping us stay up a smidge. Jeff, how long have we known each other? Been at least two decades. At least, because I think we met in middle school? That would have been, like, sixth grade. Yeah, it was been quite a long time. There's been some stories that have involved Jeff, where I haven't said his name directly, and I will not tell you which stories they are. I'll let you guys figure that one out when you go back and read the history. I mean, <laughs> listen to the history. <laughs> yeah, because we started doing our whole LARP shtick around, what, freshman year? That was the tail end of freshman year, so. With you still being, at the time, a lanky, awkward teenager, and me being a pretentious teenager, who was kind of bulkier than he really needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, some of those early escapades just the duct tape weapons oh my god oh good times and 
literally just had a wince in my crotch from one of those. So. Oh, God, yeah. Like, but we're not to that part of the story yet. Well, actually, screw it, we may as well. We, we'll save the event stories for later. There's always stories to fill in anywhere, I feel. <laughs> yeah, so this wins that Jeff was talking about, unless you want to take the lead on this one. Oh, yeah, sure thing. Um, so once upon a time, uh, we didn't have a full concept on uh, the safe construction of our uh, LARP weapons. So there's, you know, mixed hodgepodge of, you know, attempting to be safe and, you know, what we'd witnessed before. Quote, unquote, safe, safe to teenagers. Operationally safe. Osha would not agree. <laughs> I don't think Osha would agree with LARP in general, but yeah, fair. that's Osha's problem. <laughs> Imagine a, a piece of pipe with like the you know, bare minimum like pipe insulation and then just completely strapped down with a uh, good old reliable duct tape. Yeah, I remember that weapon. And to top it off, it was also the middle of winter. Yeah, that, that did not help the cause. No, it really that didn't. Did not. Although it made the fact that he hit it even more impressive, because I remember it was fucking cold out that day. <laughs> it's a little shy turtle. <laughs> <laughs> like, us fighting in the wintertime with those duct tape weapons, and those just really bad designed weapons in the wintertime was just... It, it's pretty bad news bears, and uh, very irresponsible, but I do miss fighting in the wintertime. Uh, I do would agree. I mean, I've always hated the cold, well, as you're I mean, aware. There's a definitive lack of degrees when it's cold, so... <laughs> Like, I've also had bad ex luck when it comes to hurting people in the cold, because I think our best example of that is me breaking one of our uh, members' nose, and then we literally had to ban the weapon. Ah, uh, I missed that quarterstaff. Oh, no, it wasn't the quarterstaff. Oh, it wasn't? I thought it was the red. Oh, oh, the first red. Yeah, the one that actually looked nice, and then uh, the DAG member got super pissed at me because we had to put it away. And then that's when we kind of started realizing, oh shit, we kind of need covers. Maybe attempt to take this constructing safely more serious. Mm-hmm. Oh god, we did so much stupid shit on that farm. There was also, of course, the fireworks. Uh, I think oh, yeah. I remember telling the story to Rose. So back when we were maybe what seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, maybe at the I very think it was like junior year. Yeah. I had a job, and I decided to buy some fireworks. Granted, it's a fast food job, so I didn't get much money. So I got some cheap-ass Roman candles. Oh, to be fair, it was even less not much money back then, although I think comparatively... Picture bottom-of-the-barrel Roman candles. The best. And now we just... And Jeff still has that same chain mail that he wore that same day, and we thought it would be kind of... We wanted to know if the chain mail would block the fireball. So, here's a fun thing about cheap-ass Roman candles. They do not shoot in a straight line. Basically like firing like a musket. Uh-huh. Because it's like, all right, I'm going to... I was aiming straight at chest level. Hit him in the shoulder where there was no coverage. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll adjust. Hit him in the pants leg. I'll adjust. Damn near hit him in the head. I'll adjust. I think I ducked the head one. But <laughs> to be fair, the shoulder shot was still close. Like, you you only were off by, like, half an inch. And then I think we both just kind of got frustrated and just had a Roman candle battle with just us chasing each other with Roman candles. 
actually de definitely thought that was just a the straight up Roman candle battle with no target practice going on. Well, the target practice came first. Are you sure? I yeah. Don't, I don't remember target practice at all. I just remember shooting Roman candles. Oh, yeah, because I remember that was more or less the lead up because I remember I had a bit of the edge because at the time I was the only smoker who happened to have, I think, two lighters on him at the time. Ah, I'm definitely pretty sure the uh, aforementioned uh, broke nose member was around. He was a pyro. Yeah, I... But remember, he also jury-rigged his lighters and tend to break because he would take off that safety metal thing, and then if it's like, you you know, uh, manhandle it too much, the wheel just falls off. I suppose so. Oh, never, no. I've never had the wheel fall off, but I, I still... Those cheapy lighters, I crank them open as high as they'll go. Mm -hmm. Well, they were, they were also called meth lighters or crack lighters or whatever they were. Uh, crack lighters. Mm -hmm. Because those were the easiest things to pop open. Oh, God. It was also a time that you were sanctimonious about me not smoking. Like, you got to the point, because I would actually fight and smoke at the same time. Ah. The brainchild that I am. Good times when I was a straight-edged good person. <laughs> and you swore one day that you would knock that cigarette right out of my mouth. It never happened. Yeah, as now, I say, I don't remember succeeding in that endeavor. No, you did not. A different member... Man should do it unintentionally, though, in a non-dag practice situation. It was... Oh, God, I can't remember her name. Well, not her dag name. Uh, but she considered herself the da the original dag mom. Ah, oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yep. And I'm sure that she felt pretty cocky about it as well. Our fucking high school situation was so dumb. We did so much stupid shit. How many people's high school situations weren't fucking dumb one way or another? Just a matter of how much they talk about or how culturally acceptable it is. <laughs> uh, actually, Rose tended to be pretty subdued. Like, she didn't really do a whole lot. She gotten bullied a few times, but that's typical high school fashion. Okay. Oh, I'll rescind my previous comment on that one then. <laughs> <laughs> Most people. Mm -hmm. Then there was something completely outside of Dag. This one we have different memories on, because... Yeah, that happened multiple times. No, this one was you got pissed at a certain uh, female. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because like I, re I remember me specifically being able to hold you back, but you would claim that it was me and like three other people. So I'm not sure if it was your ego fighting it or my ego fighting it. It could be both of our egos. I'm not gonna lie. There's probably a little both egos involved there, but my my recollection was there was it, they were slowing me down. You were the the uh, linchpin to stop it. Mm. So basically, the story boils down to teenage drama. Teenage drama. Jeff got pissed, and then here I came, possibly one of the burliest kids in the school that doesn't go to a gym, stops, and trust me, quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was by no means a big person myself to begin with so mm -hmm. like just as a quick description of Jeff he is even to this day pretty lanky which at the time we were maybe I was maybe hitting the edge of six foot you were maybe a, there if not a little past that nope this is before I got my growth spread I was only like what? five six five eight really yeah because I remember I hit six foot around well or at least damn close to six foot around junior year yeah I, I didn't hit my full height till like after I could legally drink oh yeah puberty hit me like a goddamn freight train 
uh, you got the worst ends of it before you got the better ends. Yeah, and I still haven't chugged off the worst end of it. Still got ridiculous acne to this day. Yeah, well, the masks <laughs> don't help anything. Uh, actually, I, I haven't really had any like real flare-ups with the like the masks haven't aggravated my acne that was already existent. Like, well, me and Rose have been having that issue, so I just thought maybe. Yeah, no, it's it's a pretty common thing. A lot of my coworkers have been experiencing that too. So, I guess you could say I'm lucky. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like. So for those of you who are maybe in their early to mid-twenties, yeah, acne does not go away once you hit, like, a certain age. It will stay there. That's just a that's just a popularized urban myth they may tell you to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, you could get all the creams you want, all, you know, the uh, makeup or what have you. They're still going to come back because all acne is is just dirt getting into your pores. The nightly facial cleaning regime will go a long way and make sure to use cold water. <laughs> Yeah, because I've heard so many different stories. Man, we went off on a tangent there. Uh, that happens every time we start talking, let's be fair. <laughs> All right, let's see. Sorry, Internet audience. We'll get back on track here. This this train's got a track to be on. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can hit one more story here that involves both of us that isn't completely cliff-noted. Um, oh, we got the cliff-notes edition. I just thought I was well, doing the spark notes. Oh, my God. I'm not gonna give names, but it was a friend of there is a friend of ours when they had a shop class and they lived in this house and they lived upstairs. They had this what was it, an entertainment center that they made oh. oh my god. This thing was what? Easily over fifty it's like it was easily over fifty pounds. It was like easy fifty, sixty and just Oh my oh. god. So it was literally this narrow like Two foot wide, three foot wide, not even three foot wide, like two foot wide steps up. Probably two and a half. That was like the building standard once upon a time. Mm-hmm. And the house is that old. And it was also slanted like it was oh, nobody's business. Steep. Mm-hmm. So I literally come in. Jeff was already there with a couple other people. We won't name them. Yeah. And here it is. It's like, hey, hey, Nagel, we're going to need some help with this. I'm like, what's the problem? So I literally walk over there. I see the situation, I'm like, ah, shit. Go back to the kitchen, chug down a bottle of balls, hashtag not sponsored, that I bought. It's like, fuck this, and just started slamming my way up that set of stairs. Is balls still even a thing? Yeah, it's still around. Is it? I I never see it nowhere. Yeah, it's it's still around. You can get it online. Ah. Don't know if you can get it anywhere. The internet. <laughs> I don't know if you can get it anywhere in town, but you can still get it. Yeah, Luke uh, pretty effectively uh, huffed that up the stairwell. There's a, a little... The, the people at the top weren't so much aiding the getting it up the steps as guiding it up the steps. Mm-hmm. It didn't help that the person who was getting it up the steps was possibly the smallest person there and still is one of the smallest people in our group. I I honestly probably it's contention for the smallest person in the group <laughs> because the other one was kind of helping me kind of sort of but I think once they realized that I was just kind of shoving it through they just stepped back and was slowly guiding it oh <laughs> <laughs> because as I said in a previous episode if I have to get physically or emotionally involved in something things get done it's it's not a uh, dip the toes in. It's a uh, full-on cannonball. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, it's like, well, 
I guess I gotta try now. Crack, crack. Committed. Yep. Oh, with that, we should probably get to our second drink, though. Second drink. And this one is, we call, Rum Rum Juice Juice. It's not trademarked. And to make Rum Rum Juice Juice, it is, uh, let's see here, one is, what, one part white rum, one part gold rum, no, one part white rum, two part gold rum, top with cranberry lemonade and ginger ale? I didn't really get the whole gist. Uh, yeah, that's uh, well. There's a reason it was called Rum Rum Juice Juice. Uh, not very creative with names. It was a <laughs> brainchild of a LARP event. But uh, <laughs> basically, the uh, the main ingredient is gold rum, and then there's slightly less silver rum. Mm-hmm. And probably you know you fill that cup up halfway with that mix, and then uh, do about two thirds of the remaining half cranberry juice. Fill almost all the way with lemonade. And then just a spritz of the ginger ale. And with that, three, two, one. Salute. Oh, yeah. That's good. I was getting worried. I haven't made it for a couple years. I keep getting not able to go do to my, <laughs> go to LARP events. Oh, no. Trust me. I get it. It's kind of funny with like certain recipes. You keep on forgetting how to make it until you're finally doing it. And it's like, oh, well, this is very similar to what I did the first time. Not exact. Like, I have the exact same problem with mac and cheese. Like, I make my own... Like, I don't do box ever. Right. But it's just like, oh, look, every time I make mac and cheese, it's a totally different situation. Same result. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they uh, they call that a state-dependent memory. <laughs> but we've been talking about a lot about LARP, as, and we should probably get into why we specifically really enjoyed LARPing. Because technically what DAG is is... Splitting hairs here, it is technically not a LARP. Technically. I usually define her as a LARP light, because uh, <laughs> those of you not aware, uh, LARP is live action role play. And that's uh, our specific game was set up in uh, that exact format. Um, I mean, over the, the years, though, it's evolved into a uh, uh, more of a live action with. Mm. Uh, role play for flavor text yeah because it's more or less a battle game at this point yep and i i think it is actually like the national site bills it as you know it is dagger hair battle games Mm -hmm. because as far as i'm aware at least nowhere around south dakota is there anything that's not considered a battle game outside of maybe amp guard yeah i'm not i'm not super familiar on amp guard besides that it's uh, a much more uh there's more room for role play and uh, say like a, a D&D esque uh, character development mm-hmm. yeah but we're kind of getting off topic again I don't necessarily say we are Is there... point being one of the reasons why I know that a lot both of us can agree with this maybe not at the start because we didn't exactly have a huge group then but we had a good solid base of friends is the actual companionship behind it because uh, yes because you're with these same people week after week after week, and you get to know these people for better or for worse. There's a a, a definite uh, strong sense of camaraderie and uh, community involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's people we talk to around the country like we we don't know their real names like we we just know them as their their game persona. Yep, because we know people from Oklahoma, Iowa, Texas. Uh, I think we know a couple. Georgia, Georgia, Colorado, Colorado, California. 
Oh yeah, that's right. We we did just actually get a guy in our group now that, fight, that used to fight in California. So, mm-hmm. and you know, we talking on forums, you know, the Facebook group pages, whatever. You, you start building bonds with people too, just you know, over the internet. Yeah, it's that community is actually a very structurally sound scenario, although, admittedly. Dag has had a bit of a rough patch these last couple of years, but we're not going to go into that. Oh, yeah. We're not here to discuss politics. Mm-hmm. So, but with that being said, the community for 99 out of 100 is really good. Yes, quite good. I, it's also the fact that it's one of those few games that you can actually go, you get your cardio, plus you also get a little bit of a, I don't know what you would call it, not arm day, but definitely a... Because it's not one hundred percent cardio. It's also a little bit of um, it, it builds the uh, uh, the martial skills. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you're you're simulating combat when you play, mm-hmm. and for the most part, you you definitely get a general feel for the combat. Yeah, because and it's kind of cool as well because it's not every person has the same fighting style. Like Jeff here is a lot snappier than a lot of people we have. Whereas you have someone like me who may as well just get a giant weapon and just plow through whatever defense you have, which sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. Depends on whose defense you're going against. Mm -hmm. Because if they're significantly faster than me, I am usually screwed. (laughs) Uh, You just got to swat that mosquito. That's all you got to (laughs) do. With another reason we do this, you don't have to fight. It's not a requirement. We have plenty of non-coms. Oh, yeah. It's uh, definitely the bulk of the focus of the game but there's a uh, so there's a, a whole another aspect to the game where it's uh people well they'll they'll get into it they do their research to uh you know figure out how to historically make clothing mm-hmm. um you know improve the uh the technology of the the foam weapons you know how can i make them safer but make them more streamlined for example and there's also the fact that it's also really exclusive. We've, as far as I'm aware, we've run into almost every walk of life when it comes to people we've come to, you know. Yeah, you'd be looking for non-exclusive there, Luke. Sorry, inclusive, not exclusive. Uh, okay, yeah. in. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is very inclusive. Yeah. I'm not going to enter that out. I'll, I'll take the F up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's you know I we fought with people that uh, you know they they work for the IRS, mm-hmm. for example. You know, factory workers. Uh, there's doctors out there. We've there's actually like there's also bounty hunters. There's also you know, it, it's every walk of life, and there's also people who are you know, we're not going to name anything specific, but there's been people who have you know, some physical problems and some mental problems that are also more than happy to yeah. participate. There's a way to, there's a home for you and Dagger here. Mm-hmm. Because even if you feel you can't fight, then fine. You can still chat, be a part of a community, and hell, you could do many other things if you really wanted to. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, the the best part for me isn't the fighting. It's uh just being able to go out and camp for, like, three, four days out in, you know, a woods and kind of mm-hmm. get away from modern life. Well, another thing that we kind of have to bring up, because, well we're drinking is of course Alcohol. the party scenes are also crazy yeah, it depends on the, the battle games but yeah there's definitely uh at least in this our part of the world dagger here's got a, a really excellent nightlife mm-hmm. which again you don't have to be a part of yeah ain't no one gonna shame you for being the uh uh 
I don't suppose Debbie Downer, I guess. Uh, Stick in the mud? I don't know. Sobriety, sober, that, basically. That, you'll be respected for your mm-hmm. choice to not uh, imbib. Mm-hmm. It's also the same thing with uh, a lot of uh, religion as well. Just don't push it in front of people and they won't bother you. Yeah, like, you're not shoving it down people's throats, like mm-hmm. going on and on about it. Like, you'll probably get slapped if you talk about how much you're vegan and animal murder is awful. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've. I know we've gotten a. F- yeah, we even got a few vegans that we've met as well. Not a whole lot. Yeah, no, they're generally pretty chill. Like you, you wouldn't know it unless you know you're talking to them on the side, mm-hmm. or you know you offer them food. And they're like, I, I can't oh, have this. No. Yeah. Which also, a lot of the vendors there tend to be pretty damn chill as well. Yes, you can hang out in a merchant tent all afternoon, chit-chatting, shooting Mm -hmm. the breeze. And plus, you also get food that if you don't like what your group is making, or you are like, oh crap, I haven't gone to the store yet, but I'm hungry. Or if your group just isn't making anything. (laughs) (laughs) But I think with that, we should probably get our commercial break. Ah, yes, a word from the sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you when you're done, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever the heck you listen to your podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast. Ka-ching! With no minimum on how many listeners you have. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Also, it's free! <laughs> you can't get much better than free. Just be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And welcome back. Hello. Thank, thank you to our sponsor. The uh, dandiest of sponsors. <laughs> our last drink was originally supposed to be called what? Like ocean water? Ocean breeze? Oh, let me check quick. Uh, seawater. It was originally called seawater. Well, we accidentally forgot an ingredient. So we decided, fuck I was in a rush. <laughs> so we decided, fuck it, we're going to improvise. So we have now called it lake water. Because lakes around South Dakota, especially in the spring, are super fucking green. Ah, yes. Those good old algal blooms. Although, admittedly, the color of this one kind of reminds me of one of the oceans that's got a really nice... So to make this, it's Powerade, Sprite, Midori, Vodka. Yep, it's the, uh, the cool blue. <laughs> it's the right color there. Fair enough. Three, two, one. Cheers. Ooh, 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 man, that's a that that's a danger drink. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe we may have found a new jug drink. Ah, good. Well, we need something to take down south to assert alcoholic dominance over the rest of Jagger here again. Oh, this is one of those drinks kind of like, you know, Caribou Lou or something like that, where you could just drink this all day and not realize. Just, just pound it, and then you wake up in the next time zone, and you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's like you just got done drinking an entire fucking gallon of sangria. How'd I win $3,000? <laughs> and where are my pants? Pants are a moot point, especially in Dagger here. <laughs> well, what kills for thing. We should probably, since we're hitting LARP stories, we should probably talk about LARP event stories. Ah, uh, yes. The big things. Um, uh, big events. Sorry. I, I, I got a pun somewhere. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so, one of the first real memories I have was our first, what, what was it? Our first event we went to, which was Mud Tides? Uh, 
Plus the summer, which uh, it floodgates, tor- floodgates, torrentially rained. So it, was, oh. it got uh, no. Uh, that was I think that was the uh, the OG or the OG mud gates. Was it? I thought it was. And anyway, it doesn't matter. It rained a lot. It was the the event grounds were a slew afterwards. Yep, because the first, I think it was like the first day and a half, it wasn't that bad. Oh yeah, it, it lulled into a false sense of security as it's nice in Missouri and doesn't suck. <laughs> and we, by the time we got done fighting, I remember we have been adapting the same recipe for over a decade now. Ah yes, the birth of lentil stew. Oh my god. Tell you what, they can they can get people to sell their dag swords to us to uh, you know fight on the field for a bowl of lentil stew. <laughs> Good times. So, this first adaptation, in hindsight, just just wow. It was well, it was water. Right, I'll back you up on this one quick. <laughs> it may be just wow to our palates currently, but hear me out. Immersion and realism. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, you know, you, you start with a, it was a nice, uh, nice stock of uh, quality well water. <laughs> um, then I just got that to a boil. Carrots, cut up some potato, cut up some onion. Uh, there was no onion. I thought there was. On, I thought no, I cut up some. It was. It was just carrot and potato and hot dog. Yes, good old hot dog. Oh, God, I'm sure that. Oh, and let's not forget about the lentils, which because we never most important part. Mm-hmm, which since we never actually cooked with before that, was a not curve. Yeah, it was still pretty raw. Uh, they were a little little bit on the crunchy side. Yeah, and this was what two thousand and nine. Two thousand nine for the last. Let's see, the last 11 years. Uh, I guess 10 since there is effectively no events due to the Rona this year. Mm-hmm. We have an updating and upgrading. And it's done pretty well. Usually, I tend to be the... It's been hit or miss for me when it comes to actually being the cook, when it comes to being in DAG events. But I, every time that gets brought up, I always take a step back because it's not my recipe anymore. It never was. <laughs> He was only molded by it. <laughs> <laughs> I was only molded by the blandness. I was born in it. I was a man before I discovered salt and lentils. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was a, it was, I mean, a good event. Like, granted, we didn't really stay together as a group. We had a, we, we brought someone down with us, and then uh, we didn't see him until we left to come back to South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, we were kind of ticked off at him because uh, we discovered that he was a minor. We're not going to even name. We're not going to even name. Way the fuck underage. Mm -hmm. He was underage. He was given alcohol. And, of course, he got steak and eggs for breakfast. Like, we're sitting here, like, trying to get a fire lit and Mm -hmm. eating like a king with a group that wasn't supposed to be feeding him alcohol. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. And, of course, there was the – I was asleep for most of this. You're going to have to retell this story. The cannibal tent. All right, so uh, uh, as we're sitting here huddled in our tent with this, you know, just uh, torrential uh, a deluge almost. Mm-hmm. So it's myself and Luke in a tent, and then uh, our buddy, uh, his fighting name was uh, Valen. Mm-hmm. Character was the Pixie Luchador. <laughs> so uh, Valen and I woke up early, and it was, you know, it was time to pack out and get ready to go, but it's still raining. 
a lot, and uh, we didn't have the food stores in our little tiny tent. Nope. And Evan and I are just like, God, we're so hungry, and the rain just won't stop. <laughs> so, um, Vaughn looks at me like, we're, we're gonna have to eat Luke. It's the only, only way. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, but there's no fire, and my knife is dull. <laughs> like, that, that'd be cruel. We can't do that. <laughs> oh God. And let's not forget that that time I was basically that pretentious kid that basically thought, oh, it's the morning. I'm allowed to be an asshole. So I think it's uh, it's the morning. I'm allowed to sleep in. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that it's I probably at that time would not have thought twice about lashing out. Oh, yeah. Not not in the least. Mm-hmm. Oh, a quick slap. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. Oh, because then. We didn't have an event outside of South Dakota for quite a while. Then. Yeah, it was probably another like at least two years before we went back down. Three, I think. Yeah, two or three, somewhere in the neighborhood. Because I, I think we went to one of the wars. Yep, it was a uh, 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 War of the Iron Fist, mm-hmm. which was a uh, very not Daylugi. It was actually the exact opposite. Oh, yeah, it was a uh, comfortably warm. You know, early fall, mm-hmm. no rain, lots of sunshine, crisp nights, beautiful. I, I was three years. We, we were legal to drink when we got down to that one. Yep. And, oh, boy, that was another. Again, Dag has a great liquor scene, just saying. Party scene in general, all sorts of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And we are going to say this. We don't condone underage drinking. Don't drink underage. It's bad for your health. And. We really don't want you to do it. We don't want you to get in trouble. We don't want to want get anybody who gives you liquor to get in trouble. Because odds are, if they're giving you liquor, they don't know you're underage. Uh, either that or they're uh, choosing to ignore that you're underage. I've ha- I had that happen. Mm. That to me, personally, when underage. Uh. Yeah, it's, oh, once upon a time, uh, people were a lot more... Uh, chill about things mm-hmm. so like i mean i i walked the guy walked and he was like here try this and i was like oh what is it and he's like it's alcohol i'm like dude i can't drink point mm-hmm. at my wristband he's like nah don't don't let really anyone know and i'm like ah dude i can't like mm-hmm. the, again I, I was once upon a time straight edge <laughs> <laughs> yep oh god then there was god, the like, water is great <laughs> right i mean shit could you imagine this in a bulk batch Anyway, then of course we this one we're skipping around a bit for some of our stories. There was the uh, Fat Rogue incident. Ah, uh, yes. I rem- here, I was not around for this. I was asleep for this because I you're gonna have to lead you just lead off until after the party, and then I'll you, now go to my part. Um. Oh. Oh. Are you talking about the the one where we won the the beer pong tournament at mm-hmm. the event? All right, so uh, we we uh, one of the nightlife activities. There was a uh, a unit that was more based on uh, being Greek, and they wanted to have the uh, you know the the bangingest party to uh, praise Dionysus. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of their praise was they had uh, set up a bracketed beer pong tournament. So they it was pretty you know not like easy mode rules essentially for beer pong down there. Yep. Me and uh, our friend uh, Fat Rogue, who's just a wall of a man. Oh, yeah. Big boy. Holds his liquor like a fucking tank. Anyway, and then, you know, me being the string bean that I am, 
we partner up for this tournament. We had uh, signed up as Team Perilously Dangerous, <laughs> um, to which the organizer went, I'm not writing that down. You're just Team Peril. <laughs> Killjoy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, we, I think there were 16 teams total starting, and we, uh, we got ourselves to the championship round. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason we were Team Perilously Dangerous was uh, there was a very explicit um, do not play drinking or playing with mixed drinks. Oh. It's like beer only. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I swear like that? that yeah, that's yeah, fine. Oh, you can, okay. you can right, fucking sorry. swear. I can't remember. It's marked as. <laughs> anyway, like, well, we're doing it like we do back home. Mm-hmm. So uh, we uh, lined up at the Poisoner's Guild and got our uh, extra strong mixed drinks and uh, we play through our brackets of beer pong tournament you know we came back like we almost lost the championship round for um well we we almost lost right away at the start of the championship round um completely rebuttal our way back to winning and uh we had been congratulated as the uh i can't believe it the big guy and the skinny fuck won the whole tournament <laughs> and uh it just you know it I was completely hammered by the time we got done with that. There's a lot of alcohol involved. I'm and sure. Only 10:30 at night. <laughs> so uh, as you can imagine, drinking progressed for another like three hours. And this is where my story kicks in. Yeah, at my memory p- fades. <laughs> <laughs> at about four in the morning, I think is when I woke up to use the bathroom. Reasonable four o'clock in the morning thing. Yep. Because I think because I know no one else was up. I heard snoring. I think yours was probably one of the loudest. And and I went to the bathroom. I see this sink. Like, you know, just a porcelain sink. Off the wall. Just falling from the ground off the pipe. On the floor. I'm like, man, I hope that wasn't our group that did that. Went to the bathroom. Came back. I wake up probably about three, four hours later. As the sun's coming up. And as I get up, I'm, you know, making food for the camp. It's fine. And I, and then Fat Rogue gets up. And then I see the two heads of the people heading to our area. And I'm like, oh, shit, it was us. Unfortunately, this is not an uncommon occurrence. Our, uh, our group <laughs> is noted for its shenanigans and off-the-wall antics that aren't intentional. So I talked with Fat Rogue about how this happened. The way how he described it to me was he was, of course, wasted. And he was just, you know, trying to lay his head down yeah. on the sink. So he just kind of put his arm on the sink, put his head down. First, one moment he was head, you know, he was right there. And the next moment, he was on the ground next to the sink. Oh, that is a, uh, a very sudden change. <laughs> yeah, so uh, thankfully nothing really bad happened to him. He only got a year banned from drinking, which could be worse. Yeah, and uh, he could respect that. And I mean, it... That probably helped that uh, crow diplomanced for us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've had some alcohol issue. I think we had an alcohol issue a year before with one of our members as well. Yeah, that, that was a that was a exceptionally bad news bears night. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's getting. I'm just glad that it hasn't happened really since then because I'm pretty sure at that point they would actually probably flag us for something. I, I feel, though, as uh, we've gotten older, most of us have gotten more controlled than at least, like, attempt to try and monitor. Well, Jeff, one of the things is we're, like, one of some of the oldest members in the group. Because remember, a lot of our – you don't really start – at least men, at least – don't really, quote-unquote, grow up until they're, like, closer to 25. 
Okay, I believe that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those situations, I think Fat Rogue was probably somewhere around 25 at that point, I think. Because I know he's like maybe a couple years un- under us. He would have been uh, four or five younger than us. So, yeah, probably 24, 25. But no, 23, nope, 22. Even farther back, he was... Yeah, so, yeah. And then the person who had the issue before that, I think, was probably 22 or 23 as well. Freshly 21. Was he freshly 20? Oh, damn. That, that was his first event he was legal to drink at. Well, that explains a lot. And I'm not going to tell that story because that story isn't worth telling. That, that, well, well, I know there was the... Uh, I mean, this isn't necessarily uh, us specifically, but I our group. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, my wife went down to an event with us one year, and uh, uh, night of like the second biggest party of the event, mm-hmm. uh, she was doing some uh, more role play centric monster hunting scenario for night battles. Okay. Um, uh, I was being a responsible citizen and running security patrol. Wasn't that the year you guys strong armed me into doing it? New. No. I remember you guys strong-armed me into doing it one year. I think th- th- this was the year that uh, Jason and I ended up doing, like, a full, like, eight-hour security shift and, like, got oh. no no outright partying in. Gotcha. Okay. My wife had uh, encountered a uh, fighter that we've, we've met over the years on the field with, you know, this region's events. Mm-hmm. And we, we get along with him pretty well off the field, I feel. Okay. Um, he, he didn't know her, though. Okay. So he walks up and he's talking to her, chit-chatting, whatever, and he's like, oh, what group do you guys fight out of? Or do you fight out of? And she's like, oh, I fight with Arminos out of South Dakota. And uh, he, he sits down, shakes his head for a second, takes a sip out of his mug, and he's just like, ah, those fucks. <laughs> <laughs> not not demi- you know, not meaning it detrimental in the least, but just, you know, we mm-hmm. We do oddball things, and like I said, we we get up to antics unintentionally. <laughs> oh man, yeah, because we've done a lot. Okay, doing a lot seems a little bit of an overkill. We don't. We kind of overinflate our. We do shenanigans thing because if we did it all the time. We would probably be kicked out of a lot of places. Oh yeah, it's a definitely a a, a balance. <laughs> I know that we've done some good for you know the groups. Because I know the whole uh, passing water around the drinking nights, which honestly should, I shouldn't done, which probably should have been done years ago. Felt like water getting to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> was we started passing around water during the drinking events because, you know, hail hydration, save a life. Hail hydrate. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me, it annoys the piss out of some people. But other people are like, oh, yeah, thanks. They can suck it. Right. There is also the time, just like any sport, there's always going to be a little bit of danger. It usually is. I got two different stories. I think it actually came from the same event. One of them is there was this one dickhead archer who we were doing a forest battle. We stopped like right at this crossroads. So it was like one of those, oh shit, here comes, you know, two forces that have to stop or else they're going to plunge into each other. So we're just kind of, you know, waiting our time. This guy didn't check his arrows out by the heralds. I'm pretty damn sure of it because not only did I get a goose egg on my forehead, your wife, girlfriend at the time, got a black eye from that same asshole. Yeah, I think the uh, the black eye, I'm pretty sure he was full drawing all the time and not half drawing within uh, the shortened distance. Even then, it's still, that 
most arrows are not black eye worthy. Yeah, no, they, they shouldn't be if it if it's causing a black eye arrow. I'm going on a bit of a side tangent. Same battle. Mm-hmm. I always love bringing the story up because it's kind of hilarious. Uh, is this that fucking goblin, the spear? No. Uh, this is a different same battle. Okay. No, what happened was we were in this same forest. Again, I was playing sword and board because we didn't have any pole armors at the time. Oh, sword and board wins days. Continue. <laughs> so what happened was there was this one chick, five foot nothing, if that. Apparently she got legged. She drops her shield. Dives at my leg with a dagger. Grapples my leg. And I kid you not, I'm pretty sure most of the people on the battlefield heard... Yeah, that was a... Uh... Yeah, you did not need to be close for that one. I was coming back from the uh, the spawn point, and that's probably a solid block, block and a half away mm-hmm. in the woods. And... To make it even worse, we were surrounded by shrubbery, so I couldn't get out easily. Man, I li- and me would have had a heyday. <laughs> right. I literally had to push my way through the shield wall to get out. Please just let me die. <laughs> Headshot. Now, this was the uh, was the five-foot red, or was this the polearm guy that was uh, staggering? One last story. I brought jerky to an event one time, and I was passing it around. because Damn good jerky. Right. And what happened was I was, like, you know, passing it around, and I actually was an archer on the opposite side, a couple of archers. One of them was like, you know, I don't, you know, you look like a good enough dude. I don't intentionally try you know, hit you in the head. And there was this one shit who's like, oh, I do. Well, thanks. Look, I know my mug's ugly, but seriously, <laughs> like. And side, same, kind of in the same vein. The last event I went to crow decided to buy me a chef's hat unbeknownst to me ah, crow's always all about the means <laughs> unbeknownst to me there was a bet on the opposite side of the team to see who could knock off that hat did uh, anyone collect on that bounty they did ah it, but it was literally like i want to say like the last battle of the of the night oh yeah you almost screwed someone out of money dang it <laughs> right but anywho I do believe that our time is up. And with that, I have been Luke. I'm Jeff. And tell me if you want us to do more of like a LARPing corner, because we can keep on talking about LARP in general or things like that. Be sure to try to contact us in some way or another. Explain it more in depth. Any question? Mm-hmm. But anywho, enjoy your drinks. Have a wonderful night. Have a good one. Be safe. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.